Welcome to the first episode of the Roundabout Town podcast. My name is Kevin Boniface and I've worked as a postman in West Yorkshire for over 25 years. Throughout this time I've kept a journal of my experiences in the hope that writing things down will somehow make them more comprehensible. I'm not sure it's worked. Episode 1. Drinking much more wine. A young man in a tracksuit is cutting his own hair with a pair of blue plastic-handled scissors as he walks down Cross Lane. He has no mirror and is feeling the hair at his temples with his left hand as he snips with his right. Meanwhile, a woman with a cast on her leg walks up Ashenhurst Avenue. She says she's not going to the hairdressers now because they're going to squeeze her in on Tuesday instead. She says she's off up to Julie's because she's got a seat outside. In a garden on Hart Street, an old woman in a dressing gown empties a jug of custard onto her borders. Dr Groves opens his front door to take his mail. It's a reasonable day by the looks of it, he says. The woman whose light blue fine-knit cardigan exactly matches the colour of both her garage door and her metre housing box is very pleased with her parcel of garden bulbs. She says it's just the right size. A funeral cortege, led by a man in a top hat and a cane, passes through the estate. Mrs Perkins adjusts her vest top and puts out a cigarette. I don't know who that was, she says, but you should always pay your respects, shouldn't you? I chase the shadows of the clouds up over the moor and onto the estate where the men still drive rovers and wear their hair in elaborate comb-overs that flip up in the wind like busy beige pedal bin lids. Wind-assisted lapwings flock in the field behind the abandoned Renault camper, the pretend duck by the bin store quacks as I pass, and a replica of a basset hound peers out from the large stone handbag in Mrs Hinchliffe's alpine rockery, its head bobbing on a spring. People in comfy shoes restrain small terriers, fry liver and onions, smoke cigarettes and scrape fluvial sediment from a storm drain with a butter knife. A man with a bit of dinner on his face is sitting on a collapsible chair outside his conservatory door. A ten-year-old dusty pink Kia Picanto pulls up and a grey-haired man with thick plastic-rimmed reactor-like glasses and a three-quarter length beige anorak climbs out. He slams the door, opens the boot and unloads three heavy-looking little bags for life. He pulls out a small packet of dog biscuits and holds it up high to show the man with the dinner on his face who shouts, Thanks Derek! and points towards the open door of his green plastic shed. Wobbers it in there, can you? Binde. The low sun casts long, regular stripes of wheelie bin shadow across the road as I drive into the village. I park up and walk across the carpet of vivid green moss to village food and wine, pet bedding and dried dog food systems on display underneath a tatty awning. Inside the shop, the counter is littered with the presentation gift boxes first inspected and then dismissed by the thin middle-aged woman in the three-quarter length anorak with the muddy hem. No, they've all got chocolate in. She'll not eat chocolate, she says. The proprietress, a thin, middle-aged woman in a torn body warmer and jeans, bends down behind the counter again, vocalising a strange, involuntary exhalation as she stretches to the very back of the bottom shelf of the cabinet. How about this, she says, 
writing herself and then setting down a plastic gift box containing a small wine glass and an even smaller bottle of Pinot Grigio. What is it? says the customer, cleaning a stripe through the greasy dust that coats it with a thumb and wiping the residue on a bulging pocket. It's wine, explains the proprietress. Is it dry? Yes, I think so. I don't really do wine. What's it like? Apparently it's very nice. It's what everyone has now. I'm not sure. I don't really do wine. No, me neither. It makes me drunk. The bin lorry is stopping every ten yards. Its loading mechanism makes a noise like that long note at the beginning of Rhapsody in Blue. It dawdles its way down the long road which starts with pebble dash maisonettes and the smell of weed at one end and finishes with detached interwar bungalows and the smell of seaweed fertiliser at the other. Somewhere around the middle, a man who is naked apart from a pair of glasses is playing with his PlayStation. At the newsagents where the Adele album is played on a loop, two men in their fifties compare their experiences of school. When the bell rang and we were playing football, we'd just ignore it. Did you do that? says one. No, not really says the other. At the large detached houses near the park, an elderly man in a fleece jacket tells me steam railways make life worth living. There's a man mending a caravan and shouting for Susan. The old lady with the piles of books and the oxygen tank has died. A skinhead in combat fatigues who is smoking weed asks me for directions to his own house. Margaret is in the bistro with a coat on eating fried eggs, chips, beans and milky tea. Back in town, the drunk man in the grey suit is emptying his catheter bag into the storm drain by the bedroom furniture shop. The sun dries the rain and brings out the man in the shorts who hoovers his pattern imprinted concrete driveway and calls his Jack Russell Terrier a knobhead and a tit. On and up into Audi country. Has anything changed since your last visit? asks the dentist receptionist. I'm drinking much more wine, says the woman in the quilted jacket. Don't come in, love, the dog's out. I'll come to the window. I've had a few jumpers from Sainsbury's, but for £22.99 you'd expect it to be thicker. You know, a bit chunkier. I'm not getting a smart meter. Rachel and Martin got one, and now he makes her get up at two o'clock in the morning to do the washing. Hair-raising gusts of filthy, heavy haulage squall, headlights through palisades, impassable pavements overgrown with weeds, picking around the puddles in your slippers, squinting through dirty glass, replacing the kids' toys with empty wine bottles. What the fuck is that? says the man to himself. This episode of Roundabout Town was written and produced by me, Kevin Boniface, at Westview Study Centre, for no good reason, with original music by Kevin and Edie Boniface. Roundabout Town is published in paperback by Uniform Books.